Hello everyone. Today's verse comes from Proverbs 24 and 16. For though the righteous fall seven times, they raise again, but the wicked stumble when calamity strikes. Topic, recalibrate our mind. Recalibrate our mind. <laughs> the life of David is very interesting. Saturday, the Holy Spirit woke me up and he said, read the whole book of 1 Samuel. I said, I've read this book before. And he said, reread it again. So I read the whole book in one day. I said, I still don't see what you're trying to show me. He had me read it again and again. So all week I spent reading the book of 1 Samuel. I even went into reading 2 Samuel. Still, I read and didn't see. So one evening as I was laying in bed, I started reading again. I heard this tiny voice say to me, do you see what David went through? And I said, yes. He said, no matter what came against David, he still didn't, still didn't once lose what I had given him, which was the throne. He said, nothing in David's life was going to stop my plans for him, which is me allowing him to be king. He said, some people think because they have done some things in their life that it will stop me in placing anointing in them that will that will stop my plans I have for them or that it will stop them from being able to step into their calling. He said, no, no. He said, no, whatever I have spoken over your life or anyone's life will still stand and it won't fall. It won't crumble in the world and no one else can stop because stop, stop it because I am God. Psalms 34 and 19, many of the affliction of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them from them all. He said, David started as a shepherd boy, tending to his father's flock. That's all he did. He even went as far as fighting off animals that would try to eat his sheep. Although it through it all, he learned how to protect. He didn't know that that's the plan he had for his life, where, where for him to protect and fight for him. Sometimes our jobs and responsibilities can seem taxing and it seems challenging. But remember this, that God has something bigger planned for your life. Ezekiel 34 and 23, I will, I will place over them one shepherd, my servant David, and he will attend them. He will attend them and be their shepherd. You might be in the lowest of lows, in the worst place you've ever been in your life. And it seems like problems after problems follow you, but know that. God didn't stop planning David's life in the field. He hasn't finished planning your life where you are. Sometimes you have to start where we can't see. And sometimes we have to start behind everything, everyone else. Sometimes we have to start where no one, no one can see what we're doing, but God can see us. God can see you. Don't ever get in your head that you're that you feel that God doesn't love you or doesn't need you or that God dislikes you. Let me tell you something, friends. That is from the enemy. That emotion of rejection is from the prince of lies. And if you stand there and lie and attack your mind, attack your confidence, attack your heart, he will drive you to the edge where you feel that is no return. David had a giant he had to fight. David had David had his king trying to kill him. David had to walk away from his best, best friend. David was hungry. David saved the town of Kayla. David had to spare the man that was trying to kill him. David had to adjust his feelings a lot. That's what God does. He places us in situations where we have to lean on him. And at the same time, he readjusts our heart while he calibrates our thinking because he because we can't walk in a calling with the same dry mindset. We can't walk in our calling with the same type of grumbling. We can't walk in the calling if we're going to be the same people that we were a few years ago. 
Philippians 2.14 says, do all things without grumbling and questioning. No. If you think for one second you're going to enter into the calling with a bunch of hate and bitterness, you are wrong, people of God. When God calls you, believe that you will change until you're right to your right where God wants you to be. It's going to be days where you're crying. It will be days where you don't understand. It's going to be days you're going to say, why me? But I promise if you stick with it, God is at the end and he will direct you. Isaiah 30 and 21 says, in your ears shall hear if words behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. When you turn to the right and when you turn to the left, the Bible says a righteous man falls seven times. But the part that people miss when they read this is it says we rise again. We don't stay down in the dirt. We get up when we are when we are hit with as children of God. We rise to the occasion. We don't get up. We get up because we have the strength of God. We get up because we don't allow anything to shake us. It says we rise. Proverbs 24 16 says, but though the righteous fall seven times, they rise again, but the wicked stumble when calamity strikes. Wherever God is calling you to do, stick with it. Don't allow what anyone has to say to break you and don't let what family says to break you. Keep pushing because David had more challenges on his road to be king. We all have challenges and we all have problems on this road, but it's about us placing our hand in God's hand and allowing him to give us the strength to do it. Prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for planning our lives. We thank you for being bringing us through. Father, we, we, we read through David's life. We ask you to be with us just in that way. We ask you to keep pushing us even when we are weary. Father, we ask right now for you to cover us in your blood. Father, let us know everything is all right. Let us know if we did anything in, in your sight that's not of you. Help us to do better. Lord, we thank you for allowing the Holy Spirit to lead and guide us. Father, as our week comes to an end, we ask you for your grace and mercy to still be there for us that we don't deserve. Still, we ask you for it. Lord, continue to show us your way. Jesus, continue to work in us. Father, we thank you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Reference. Proverbs 3 and 6. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make straight your paths. Proverbs 3 and 6. Psalms 34 and 21. Evil will slay the wicked, and the haters of the righteous will be condemned. Psalms 34 and 21. 2 Corinthians 4 and 9. Prosecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. 2 Corinthians 4 and 9. Further reading, 2 Kings 22, Luke 1, Nehemiah 12. So today, if you're feeling like that whatever God has called you to be, that it's not coming fast enough, we have to allow God to recalibrate our mind. When we do this, it changes the way we view things. It changes the way we view that person that gets on our nerves. It changes the way we view situations. It changes the way we treat that, that, that family member that dislikes us. We recalibrate our mind. And sometimes it might feel like you're the one changing and no one else isn't. But this is your journey that Christ put you on. This is your calling that Christ put in your life and put inside you. So you must change. You must do the changing and worry about them later. Allow God to worry about them because it's not your responsibility to worry about someone else's life. Because when we die and we go to go to heaven or we die and judgment day is here, he's not going to sit here and say, OK, Lou, you did you worry about your mom? Did you worry about your dad? Did you worry about your sister? Did, did you worry about them, too? Did you do what you're supposed to do and worry about them? No, he's going to say, hey, what did you do? 
What did you have to be bothered with? We take on frustrations. We take on sadness and, and other people's problems because we feel like we're obligated to. You're not obligated to do that. Only obligation you have is to worry about you and your walk. Yes, we are brother's keeper, but we cannot worry about someone else changing when they don't want to change. Only thing we can do is place their life before God's feet and leave it there. Us meddling in it, us bothering them, us saying different things isn't going to make anything better. It's not going to help us get to our calling. It's not going to help God to pour his anointing in us. The thing about carrying anointing, everyone wants to carry it, but no one wants to go through the trials. Everyone wants to give, but no one wants to go through the, the, through the work. No one wants to sacrifice time. No one wants to, to fast. No one wants to do the things to get these things. We have to start being these people that want to be recalibrated, that want to meditate, that want to read our word, that want to be fed, fed, fed by the Holy Spirit at all times. So I hope today that you was blessed by this. I hope today that you're happy, you're filled with joy. And remember always that Jesus loves you no matter what. And don't let anyone take that from you.